Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan, you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuana's Now sent you. Do you think you actually could walk 500 miles? How long would it take you, Sean? How long Maybe? would it? <coughs> um, 500 miles. How many miles do you think you could walk in a day? Probably 25? No, way more than that. You think? Oh, yeah. I've done marathons. Oh, I know you've run a marathon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, no, I can walk. You could probably walk over 50. Over 50? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I, could probably, I could probably, I'd in between 50 and 100, somewhere around there. Okay. A full day, 24 hours? Okay. So to walk 500 miles, it only takes like a week. 
Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. You think five? I think I can get it in under. <laughs> under is, seven days. This is good. It is Nuanas now. Hopefully, I never have to do that. <laughs> hopefully, my God, hopefully you never have to do that. My dad, growing up in northern Arizona, he used to have a friend who was, uh, I believe, a Navajo Indian who was a great distance runner. And my dad grew up in Sedona, which is about an hour, hour and fifteen south of Flagstaff. And his buddy used to run to Flagstaff and back in a day, just you know, go on some errands, go get some. Groceries or whatever, run back, come back to Sedona. Pretty, I, pretty classic. I heard a story um, about this someone in Montana that once sports betting happened, mm-hmm. they're like twenty miles from the nearest kiosk, okay. and so the guy rides his bike every day twenty miles to place his bets. Good on you, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, great, right. great daily workout. Get your bets. <laughs> yeah. in. it's all good. It is Nuanas now. One hundred two ninety ESPN Missoula. Statewide on SWX Montana Television, but that's not happening right now because SWX Montana Television has the Cat Grizz game on it. So uh, if you're listening, if you're watching the Cat Grizz, I don't know how would that work. I guess turn us on the radio if you're listening to the Cat Grizz game because we can you can watch and listen at the same time. I don't know how you're going to get that message though if you're already on SWX. But regardless, <laughs> Sean Rainey from SWX Montana is here and uh, just getting a little bit of sports fix for himself because he was supposed to be calling the the. Uh, men's games for this thing and uh, those aren't happening but well about four minutes in to the women's bobcat grizzly game and it's two nothing montana state so i i said oh i'm ahead of you on this oh you are oh you got the head of me on the stream okay let's put turn yours over then i'm gonna cheat off of you i'll get my live stats going okay here not a lot of scoring early on here three three, two here montana lady grizzly who who hit the three sophia styles hit the three ball sophia styles hit the three okay good well here's what we're gonna do uh, first and foremost here, I did do an interview with Montana State head men's basketball coach, Danny Sprinkle. And while the uh, the preview elements of the game are not necessarily pertinent anymore, Sprinkle did have some good things to say about Montana in general. I thought his analysis of the Young Grizz were pretty good, and his analysis of his team coming into a rivalry game that many of them have no experience in was pretty good as well. So, Caveat, this was recorded on Tuesday before the games were canceled. Uh, so there is some stuff in here that's maybe a little bit outdated. But you know, still, Coach Sprinkle joins us every week. So want to make it worth his time and worth our time as well. So Nuana's now, 1290 ESPN Missoula, Danny Sprinkle. About 10 minutes on Cacaris, uh, Cacaris memories, and the Cacaris rivalry in general. As we do every week, we go now to the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. We welcome in Montana State second-year head men's basketball coach Danny Sprinkle. This week... A little bit different feel. The Bobcats coming off their third straight Big Sky Conference sweep, including their second road sweep of the season. But now on the horizon, a rivalry game times two. Uh, different feel this year with the Cacarez game being uh, back-to-back nights. But, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. First of all, congratulations on the great wins over the weekend. But how do you flip your mindset now into a rivalry week that includes not one but two rivalry games? Yeah, I mean, the same mindset. You know, we, we have to continue to get better. You know, we we still got a long season ahead of us, and, and we and we need to continue to get better. You know, you watch the films, and you know, there's there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that we need to keep improving uh, if we want to keep winning. And uh, you know, keeping these guys, you know, humble and hungry, you know, has been kind of our main focus. And they've done a good job. Of, we had a really good practice yesterday, and and uh, you know, showing films of things we need to improve on. When you do look at your team, what's the thing that you like the most about what's helped you get to six and zero, and what is the number one glaring thing you think you need to work on? Yeah, I think that the thing I like the most is, is kind of their resilience and their belief. You know, it doesn't matter what part of the game, like they they always believe they have a chance to win it. 
you know, we always have a four-minute chunk in us that, that can win the game. And uh, and they proved that over the last six. You know, they you know we've been in some adverse situations, and they they climbed out of it and uh, and found a way to get stuff done. Um, you know, I think I think still defensively, you know, we have a lot of room to improve offensively and defensively. To be honest with you, you know, we got we still got short things offensively, and then and offensively, you know, our pace and ball movement needs to improve. This week now with the Grizz on the horizon. This is obviously such a huge week around Montana. It's such a huge week for Montanans. You and I are both from Montana. You have guys that are from all over the globe, though. So how do you hope they sort of consume it and compartmentalize this rivalry? I know some of the guys like Jabril Bello and Amin Adamu have played in this at least once before. But, I mean, how do you hope that some of your guys that are international guys are from a long, a long ways away kind of uh, react and compartmentalize this rivalry? Yeah, I think, you know, I think you know, as soon as they come to – to school here or at the University of Montana, you know, like they, you learn very quickly how important the rivalry is. You know, um, you know, usually you have a football season ahead, so they see how important it is football wise, and then it carries over. But you know, it's it's something like they, you know, we talk about it, and, and I know they talk about it, and uh, you know, they they know how important it is just from the boosters and and the community in the state. You know, they, they you can feel the energy. It's an interesting fold as well because yourself coaching at your alma mater, Travis Takir coaching at his alma mater. I think there's only 35 yeah. Division One coaches in the whole country coaching at their alma maters. Three of them are right here in the Big Sky Conference. We had a showdown between two of them last week when Montana played Sacramento State. Brian Katz, a Sac State grad. But what sort of element does that add, Danny, the fact that you not only went to Montana State but played at Montana State as well? I mean, this is kind of in your blood. Yeah, you know, and especially like growing up here, you know, I mean, I, I remember watching the games when I was little, you know, and watching Coach Turner's teams, and, you know, even Durham's teams before I got here. And, uh, you know, and their players, you know, I played with Chris Boyd in high school. You know, I was young, you know, he, and obviously he had a trip, a career over at the University of Montana. And so, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's an awesome rivalry. You know, I mean, I, I, I tell people all the time, we've been in California for so long, you know, there's, there's not – three or four more rivalries more important to the state than, than the Cat Grizz rivalry. You know, I don't care if it's Alabama, Auburn, Ohio State, Michigan. There's, like, there's, it's a top five rivalry in, in, in the nation. There's no question about it. Do you have any definitive memories as a player uh, that stick out uh, from your Cat Grizz games growing up? Uh, you know, probably, you know, the first one my freshman year when we beat them, and then obviously my, uh, you know, my senior year when we swept them. Those, those, are, those are the two. When we look at this upcoming matchup, what do you see in the Grizzlies? Obviously, a team that has a lot of newcomers, a, a team with a lot of young players, uh, and a, but a team that, when they've been good, have looked good, and uh, also have looked like a work in progress at times as well. What's your overall evaluation of the Grizz? Very similar to us, you know, trying to trying to mesh a, a lot of newcomers. You know, I mean, we both have about the same amount of newcomers, and. and uh, you can see it at times with both programs. You know, I think they're, I think they're terrific defensively. Um, you know, keeps them in games. Um, you know, I think they're. You can't look at the record. Um, if you do, you're a fool. You know, I think in their in all their conference losses, they've lost in like the last possession. You know, or they lost in double overtime. You know, I mean, they very easily. You know, it's a possession here or there, and all of a sudden their record is completely different and uh you know i think 
know, I, it's a typical, you know, coach security team. You know, they're they're super disciplined. They're very tough. They rebound. They're physical defense. They make you earn it. And, you know, that's, that's what we have to do on Thursday. You know, you, you have to go make shots, and you have to earn it against those guys. No question about it. Danny Sprinkle joining us. He's Montana State's men's basketball coach. And, Coach, let's dive into a little bit of the specifics of the matchups. First of all, the backcourts. I know that there's going to be some switching going on and all of that, but you have a veteran backcourt, Xavier Bishop, Amin Adama have been great. Mike Hood has been, uh, at times, one of the best reserves in the league coming off the bench as well. Uh, and Montana, really talented in the backcourt, particularly with their young guards, Brandon Whitney, Robbie Beasley, Josh Vasquez coming back as a sophomore. So what do you think of just the matchup between uh, Montana State's backcourt and Montana's guards? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, I think it's gonna be some great matchups, you know, because I think it's you know each other's strengths is other people's weaknesses, you know. And I think you know the one thing I know they're gonna, like they're going to guard us hard. They're gonna, they're going to try to guard Xavier probably just like Harold. They're going to hard edge. They're going to trap him. They're going to do all that. And he's got to stay aggressive. You know, he's got to stay aggressive, and and he's got to move the ball, and and, and other guys got to make plays when they do double. Um, you know, Am is a, a terrific athlete. You know, he's been playing really well, and and uh, you know, I expect him to play well both games. He's a, he's a hard matchup. You know, he's a hard matchup, and I think you know, even the big fella inside makes those guys a hard matchup too, uh, because you have to respect him down low, and and he can really you know control that paint, so it opens up the driving lanes for those guys. But you know, they're they're super talented. Brandon Whitney's one of the best point guards in the league. Whether he's a freshman or not, you know, he's he's a lot stronger than you think. Um, you know, I mean, he's really explosive. Uh, you know, Baskin has had a great year. He's shooting the ball really well. He's skilled. Uh, the one thing that stands out on almost all those guys is just their their skill level. They can all pass. They can handle. They can shoot. They can dribble. Like they're just they're really good players, and they usually make the right decisions. Uh, the other one I think that's that's terrific is Cameron Parker. Uh, you know, he he does a great job finding the guys. You can tell he's really unselfish, uh, but he can also you know, he also gets the ball to the to the rim and, and score that thing. And he's you know kind of eighteen for three so far. So he's he's a really good you know player. We can't be let be the X factor this week too. I know at times Michael Stedman has uh, struggled with foul trouble acclimating to the Big Sky game, but it seems like they like to play through him when they can. You have one of the best big guys in the league as well, and Jabril Bello. What do you think of the matchup on the block? I think it's a great matchup. You know, hopefully they can both stay in the game. Like you said, you know, Jabril's been about four of our six conference games. Um, you know, and, and I mean, I feel bad for him. He's just he's getting beat around. But he's, uh, both, both, both guys, I think, are two of the best in the league. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a terrific matchup. But, you know, they both got to play some more to be disciplined. But, you know, offensively, you know, they're, they're as good as they come. Not just in our league, but kind of on the West Coast. You know, they're, they're two of the – two of the really good bigs on the West Coast, and, and uh, it'll be a great matchup. Dave Sprinkle joining us, Montana State, second-year head men's basketball coach. And, Coach, we'll get you out of here on this. I expect a couple really good games this weekend. So, uh, two-fold question. What's going to be the key to victory for Montana State, and how crucial will the day in between be when it comes to breaking it down, making make another game plan, and kind of getting ready to roll for a second rivalry game? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, both games are going to be great games. You know, it's going to be close. I mean, you look at the scores of our conference games against kind of even like opponents. And, I mean, every single one of their games, as I mentioned earlier, has been a one possession game. You know, it's going to come down to you know, who can execute, who can who can make the 50 50 plays, who's going to get the stop at the end of the game, who, 
you know, which player is going to make the big shot, you know, and uh, and it's going to be fun to see how it uh, how it plays out on Thursday. And day between, you know, I mean, it's you don't have a ton of time. You know, you can make a couple of adjustments here and there and wrinkles, but you know, just knowing Coach Deere and the way they've always played, like they're they're going to do what they do, and uh, and they do it at a high level, and that's why he's been successful. And then we're going to do the same. You know, we got we have our our system in place, and and uh, and we gotta we gotta impose our our force on that. He's Danny Sprinkle. He joins us every week right here on Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN, Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television, and it is Rivalry Week. Coach, we appreciate you taking the time. I know it's been a busy week already. Best of luck with each of your Rivalry games upcoming, and we'll talk to you next week. You got it. Thanks. Always a pleasure. This exact moment, because the men's games were canceled, but some good feedback there about the Grizz. I thought it was Interesting and uh, complimentary, the things Danny Sprinkle said about the Montana men's basketball team and some of his evaluations of some of the young players. It is Nuanas now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. The women's game, a quarter in, and it's 10-9. to The Lady Grizz lead Montana State. Ugly, ugly first quarter. Four of 21 from the floor for the Montana State women. One of eight from three. The Lady Grizz, 4 of 12 from the 4, 2 of 5 from 3, so a little bit better. There's already been 25 rebounds in this game. That's that's exactly the number one stat you need to know. Well, I know that we talked about it yesterday, and and you talked a little bit about it with Krista. um, With with having no fans and the pressure mean better basketball and better shooting percentages as well. Not so much early Answer (laughs) no early. Both teams playing hard. They're both battling for the boards, but uh, not a lot of uh, shooting flow as of right now. It's kind of how it's been in, in this rivalry in recent years. Like it, it, not, it not great offensive performances. No, and, and it's been particularly unfortunate because um, I know the last couple years the Lady Grizz have been uh, a little bit, they've struggled offensively a little bit, but the Cats have been really good offensively the last couple years. But even the Lady Grizz have done a great job of kind of junking it up and making yeah. the Cats really struggle as well. Here's what we're going to do. I want to have a little bit of time in the middle of this second hour here on Nuanas now. So uh, we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back we're going to talk some stuff about the wide world of sports we've talked almost nothing but jeff choate and kakariz all week but i got a couple nfl and nba questions for sean what if there was a way you could what if there's a place i'm just struggling today what if there's a place where you can walk in get physical therapy pay a flat fee and feel better well there is it's physio trick maybe i need one for my tongue i need pt <laughs> on the ability to talk Missoula's only walk in physical therapy office physical PhysioTrek offers physical therapy on your time with a flat fee so you can feel better faster. No need for referrals from insurance. Just go to PhysioTrek.com, book your appointment, and feel better today. You know you've been wanting to try dry needling or see if more specific stretches would help you. You can do that now at PhysioTrek. Visit PhysioTrek.com and book an in-clinic or telehealth appointment today. That's PhysioTrek.com. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula back after this. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. 
Welcome back. Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Want to listen live? Go to 1029 ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab. Live stream is presented by Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? You can find it on the podcast. Podcast is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Did a whole hour on uh, Big Sky Women's Basketball, breaking down this game that is ongoing right now between Montana and Montana State, as well as some other thoughts from around the Big Sky as well. Chris Redpath joined me for our weekly Around the Big Sky Women's Basketball segment. Now, Sean Rainey, Sports Director at SWX Montana, riding home with me into your uh, rest of your Thursday night. And uh, right now, Randy, what's what's a score update for us? I got the live stats, but you're a little bit ahead on the stream. 16-14, Montana State. About six minutes to go in the second quarter. So we'll keep you apprised as this thing keeps on trekking. But we're going to switch gears. We've talked so much rivalry games, so much uh, Bobcat Grizz, both men's and women's basketball, and uh, so much Jeff Choate leaving Montana State and what that means to the rest of the league. By the way, I'm here in Montana State. Is going to try to make a hire by midweek next week. They uh, have whittled down their list to about half a dozen, maybe five candidates. If you go check out SkylineSportsMT.com, have an updated list, and it's listed in uh, ba- based on basically um, level of interest at this exact moment. Uh, it goes from, I guess, the, the top five candidates listed, I guess I should say there, are the ones that are at least re- uh, at this exact moment uh, the leading candidates. So go check out SkylineSportsMT.com. Switching gears on you, though, I want to talk a little bit of pro sports. So, number one, Sean, the first time you were on the show, at least in 2021, we did a debate on the best and worst head coaching openings in the NFL. Now pretty much all of them, I guess now with the Texans hire yesterday, all of them are filled, right? So first of all, I heard a pretty interesting stat. It's so funny how perception sometimes does not match up with reality even if reality is pretty darn good and if perception is bad, it's just bad. And I thought this was an unbelievable stat. Over the last nine years, there's only three franchises in the NFL that have made the playoffs more than the Houston Texans. And the Houston Texans have made the playoffs the same number of times in the last nine years as the Steelers and the Saints and the Ravens. Are you surprised by that? Um, I mean, initially it's it's a little striking, but when you think about it, like the difference is that they just lose in the playoffs. Every yeah, time, they just right? lose right away. They go into the playoffs. Yeah, they they, they win a weak division or get in as a second team out of a yeah. weak division and then lose. To me, I mean, it's I think the biggest thing is just it shows you that if you're in the right division, mm-hmm. like that's what that's the main thing that matters, and that's that. I mean, I think that's the large thing about why Tom Brady and the Patriots went to so many Super Bowls is because they were always in a pretty weak division. And so you're you're always guaranteed a, the, to win the division and you are probably going to get a one or a two seed in a bye and that increases your chances so much. Not taking away, obviously, from the talents of Tom Brady or the coaching of Bill Belichick, et cetera. But, you know, if you're in a tougher division, it's not going to be as easy. You want to take a stab at the four teams in the NFL that have made the, the four franchises that made the playoffs more than the Texans since 2011? Since 2011? Yep, so the last nine seasons. Patriots? Yep, Patriots have made it nine times. Um, Let me bring up the list here of NFL teams. Um, And you said, what are the ones that you already said? That so the, the teams that had six playoff bursts in that same time span were the Texans, the Ravens, the Saints, and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. The Patriots are number one at nine. There's two with eight and one with seven. Okay. 
Um, ooh, playoff appearances. Uh, Packers. Packers are number. They're tied for second with eight. Eagles. No Eagles. Seahawks. Seahawks are tied with the Packers with eight. Chiefs. And the Chiefs. There you go. There it is. Okay, so I want to ask you then, evaluate the coaching hires that have happened so far. What do you think of just the the places that uh, certain guys have landed? Robert Saleh obviously got a lot of headlines landing with the Jets. Urban Meyer with the Jaguars was another big one. Um, But the Eagles kind of went outside the box with somebody I'd never really heard of. The Texans went outside the box with somebody I'd never really heard of. So what do you think of just the way that the dominoes sort of fell? Um, I I think that Robert Solid of the Jets and Brandon Staley to the Chargers were pretty good. Um, Dayball was kind of linked to the Chargers, and they kind of went a little outside the box with Staley. Yeah, what do you think of that Because everyone's just like, oh, Herbert, so you have to go offense, you know? Right. But I think so, so much of it is just like people just connect the dots based on like, oh, well, Josh Allen is tall and big and mobile. <laughs> Justin Herbert's tall, big and mobile, so they have to get Dayball, you know. But he might not be the right fit and who and who they want. Um and I think Brandon Staley was a good hire. I think Solid of the Jets is good. Like what are the Lions doing? What like, have the Lions that, ever been doing? I know, but did you listen to that the quote? Lions, the Lions shouldn't have fired from, Jim Caldwell well, when Dan they were Campbell, good. right, is who they hired? Yeah. The, the quote of, you know, we're going to, you're going to knock us down, we're going to bite off your kneecap, and we're going to do this and that. It was just like such a 1960s like, response. And then and then they got Anthony Lynn <laughs> to be their offensive coordinator after that. It's so amazing. like, oh, man, no wonder Stafford wants out of there. No wonder Stafford um, wants out of there. That's right. So, like, to me, like, the coaching stuff is just – it, and we don't know. Like, we just got to let it play out, you know? I think right now, like, the most fascinating thing is just, like, there's so many up-in-the-air quarterback situations and good quarterbacks that want out. Yes. And so, to me, like, that's kind of, like, the most intriguing storyline and things to follow right now in the NFL is there are just so many teams. I, I kind of did the math here. I think that there's only nine teams in the NFL that are set and know exactly who their quarterback is going to be. Like moving from now and like into the next two, three, four years. Please tell me the Vikings are not one of them. They're not on there. Great. No. I, so you think that? You, let me see. Let me guess who you think is set at quarterback. Okay. Well, here I'll just bring you, up the you, NFL you, list, and then you could say yes or no. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Bills. Yes. Yep. They're on there. Dolphins. No. Correct. Pat Patri- uh, Patriots. No. Correct. Jets. No. Ravens. Yes. Yeah, I put yes. Bengals. Yes, if uh, yep. assuming Joe Burrow's come I said, back to full I put health. yes. Browns, yes. Steelers, no. I Big Ben agreed. said today that he wants to come back, but I just don't yeah, but know. He, he's still washed. Uh, Texas he is washed. The Texans wish they were set, but Deshaun said, Watson demanded a trade yeah, today, so no. the answer is no. Yeah, Colts. Um, no, because no. Philip Rivers retired. Jacoby Brissett could still be in the mix. That we'll no. see. Jags, no. Titans, yes. Agreed. Broncos. No. no. Chiefs, yes. yes. Raiders. <sighs> Raiders are maybe like the one that's stuck in the middle the most. I, I, think put, they, I put no because... I think they had an opportunity they would say no, but they they might just have to say yes for a minute. Maybe, but I don't think they're they're set. You know, like they're they, not set, but they also didn't tank, and they're not going to tank. They're, but they're almost in the worst spot you want to be. They are in the worst spot you want to be. What they're doing is what, the worst spot. What did they go this year, 7-9? Yeah, and what you have at quarterback is like it's not going to ever be good enough to to be 
to make you an upper echelon team, but yep. you're never going to be like bad enough to, you know, like, so I think, so I, that's why I put no, because they're, they could use an upgrade, you okay. know, uh, chargers. Yes. Um, Cowboys. Yes. I said, no, I put no for the Cowboys only because Dak isn't signed. And we've had this whole drama right. with the franchise tag and whatnot. Okay. Giants. No. Eagles. No. Washington. No. Bears. No. Lions? No. Vikings? Hell no. Packers? <laughs> no. I put no for the Packers too. Yeah, no. Because Rodgers has been I don't, it's just there's like a funky dynamic there. Fal- Rodgers is also playing this up because he wants to I go think so make his money on Jeopardy or whatever the And hell he also wants to like do. just feel the love, you know. Uh, he's, he's just he's weird, dude. He's so Well, here's the thing you guys got to remember about Aaron Rodgers. He is weird because he's the smartest guy in the room. Like that he really is just a nerdatron who also can just throw a football. I and mean, he got perfect score on his yeah. SAT. Falcons? No. Panthers? Nope. Saints? Nope. Bucks? Oh. <laughs> is Tom Brady going to retire if he wins the Super Bowl? No, I don't think so. I don't think Tom Brady's going to retire. But until I still he, like, put no just field. because we don't, you know. I mean, if, if Brady gets hurt, things done. You right. know, like, right. and it's for the uh, next, like, if we're talking next one, two, three, four years. Cardinals? Yes. Rams? Yes. Ooh, I put no. McVay was very cryptic this week, actually. I'm actually going to change I, my answer. The answer yeah, is I think no. they might want to move on from him. Niners? No. And Seattle? Yes. So if you look at the NFC... Like, assuming, let's assume that, because we have all this drama with Dak, there's only two NFC teams that are, like, for sure, like, in the Cardinals, Arizona, the Cardinals and Seattle, and Seattle are yeah. the only, like, 100%, like, for the next three years, four years, locked Man. into their guy. Man. That's it. Out of the whole NFC. Man. So, so then that brings me to my first question for you, then. Doesn't that mean that do, that San Francisco has to do whatever they possibly can to go get either Stafford or Deshaun Watson? I don't think right? I don't think they have the ammunition to get Watson, Watson. because he's gonna. I I think he either goes to Miami or the Jets because they have so much draft capital and they're yeah. picking amongst the top three. Which in this draft, when there's so many quarterbacks, and that's why the other thing, there's so many quarterbacks available in this draft. And there's so many good quarterbacks that are available and a lot that are like on the market. So it is just so fascinating to me to see how this quarterback carousel is going to go. And I think the Niners have to do everything in their power. If they can get Stafford, I think they're Super Bowl favorite. So consider this. Because they could cut Jimmy G. And they only have to eat. I, I looked this up today. They only have to eat like $2.6 That's why it's a great contract because the cap hit is very negligible. That's why there's sometimes when you're at the end of your contract and you're dead money, and then there's sometimes where you're at the end of the contract like him. And even if you're still getting paid, it means almost nothing for the franchise, and that's the spot to be in. Nuanas now, 102.90 ESPN Missoula. Sean Rainey in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. Stafford's just turned 32. So I think he has a pretty big window left. He's still good, man. He's always been good. I know. This this comes back to our conversation, our ongoing conversation about expectations and what expectations do to people's evaluations of your performances. You could say on one hand, well, Matt Stafford's only been in the playoffs twice. What a failure for a number one pick. Well, Matt Stafford went to the playoffs with the Lions twice. They've only been in the playoffs like four times in the history of their franchise. So, in fact, you could say he's exceeded expectations there more than almost any quarterback in the league, right? If he goes to the Niners, he'll be, like, I guarantee you, like, halfway through the season, people will be like, 
Matt Stafford, Dark Horse MVP. Like, and right. he'll be, like, in that conversation. People don't know, because he's been stuck up in the North Pole of Detroit, I mean, Matt Stafford is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. Matt Stafford has a big-time arm. He knows how to operate an offense, and, I mean, the guy set and reset the, uh, the record for attempts in a season, both because of the offense they were running, so he has the acumen to absorb it, but also because they never had a running game. Imagine him with a San Francisco-esque running game. Imagine Stafford with Devo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and Kendrick Bourne. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm 100% convinced that the Niners are cutting Jimmy G and they're going to find a different quarterback. Because I am convinced of that. Just team. everything that like Shanahan has like said and the way that they call I, I think he's just sick of having to be a game manager in his offensive calls because he doesn't want his quarterback to like make a mistake. And we've seen it in the in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl where like the second that his quarterback cuz he just doesn't have that full trust. I think he just wants a quarterback that he can fully trust. And so I think that the 49ers are going to make a move and I think John Lynch has been pretty aggressive and you know been uh, doing a really good job in the front office and so I'd be shocked if the 49ers enter the season with Jimmy G as the quarterback. So what do you think is the scenario then for Deshaun Watson? I think he goes to the Jets or well, the Dolphins. Do you so the, right now the Dolphins are shopping Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, so give him Tua. Is that him. is that a but stop there though? Is that a regrettable? Will so, will the Dolphins regret that down the road? No, not if you get Deshaun Watson. Really, dude, Watson's so nice. He's absolutely so nice. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, I think he's like two or three. I put him in the top five. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's he's right there for sure. I think I'd take him. I think I'd take him. Would you take him over Tom Brady? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Especially moving forward, not even close. Yeah, wow, it's gonna be interesting. Mahomes, it's like Mahomes, Russ, and Deshaun Watson. See, I think Watson and and Russell are. I, I I would I think he's number two. I think Watson. I would take him second right now. I would take Justin Herbert over every single guy you just named. Well, maybe besides Mahomes. <laughs> well, right. Besides yeah, yeah. Mahomes is in a different category. Mahomes yeah, like he's like Mahomes like, Mahomes like resides in his he does. He resides in his own. But if you're the planet. Dolphins, if you're the Dolphins, just give him Tua. Give him the number three pick. Give him. I think they have number twenty three as well. So you can give him Tua, two first rounders, and and then you're gonna probably have to do a first rounder in twenty twenty two as well. And then maybe like you know they might have to swap. You know, like a, some fourth for some sixth or something like that. I do that in a heartbeat, and I think Miami would be nasty if they got Watson and they have some cap space. Maybe go sign Allen Robinson or a wide receiver, and then bam, they are legitimate. Legitimate. I'm not giving up on Tua quite yet, but I, I do think if you can get to Sean Watson, you make a run at it. It is Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. In Bozeman, it's halftime, 30-20. to 20. The Bobcat women lead the Lady Grizz women. We'll give you more from that game. I got some NBA questions for Sean Rainey as well back right after this. Golter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or 
or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan, you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn, also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going to be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula. Limited to one free beaker per customer. But stay two nights, January 2021. Free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing and tell them. Nuana's now sent you. Nuana's now. Well, tonight, ESPN Missoula, Sean Rainey. In studio with me, Coulter Nuana's, bringing you home on your Thursday night. It's halftime in Bozeman. Montana State women lead Montana women 30-20. to 20. Both teams shooting exactly 28%. What's the rebounding stat, Rain Man? 55 boards. 55 boards. It's a lot boards. of missed shots. It's a lot of missed <laughs> shots. It ain't pretty in, uh, in Bozeman so far. I guess you could spin it. A lot of defense. Uh, we'll keep you apprised as this game continues on, although I do think the halftime will probably still be going by the time we are off the air with our illustrious eight minutes left. But, Sean, I want to talk a little NBA with you. And uh, we were just going through the standings during the break of the NBA, uh, just overall, East and Western Conference. And it seems to me that uh, I think we're not going to really know much about the NBA for a couple of months still because it seems like pretty much everybody that made it to the bubble has a bubble hangover. And like a teams like the Warriors that didn't make it to the bubble are actually playing pretty good. And so I think that right now it's a little bit of a false illusion all across the league. Yeah, I mean, the the turnaround from the bubble was so quick and abrupt. Uh, I mean, I, I pay attention to the NBA, but not like super close, like with standings and things like that. And I, I popped this up, and it's like the Cleveland Cavs are the sixth seed in the East. The Knicks would be in the playoffs, and the Hawks would be in the playoffs. The Raptors are 7-11. and 11, The Heat are 6-11. and 11. Out way outside of the the playoff picture, the Jazz, they've been on a roll, dude. They're they have won their last ten. They have the best record in the NBA. The Lakers are off to a surprisingly really good start at fourteen and five. Well, it's because LeBron hasn't taken vacation yet. LeBron's <laughs> just unreal. Uh, I, mean, I mean, how about LeBron James though? I mean, I know that we talk about it all the time. It's not as if he's like undersold, but he still is. He, the fact that it's like. There hasn't even been a step back. No, it's unbelievable. Like it's nuts, dude. He's thirty six. It's not like he's just adjusting his game to play like an old man. Even Jordan, towards the end of his career, was still the ruthless competitor. He's still the most pl- clutch player in the league. But he was, you know, getting the ball in the high post, backing you down. He's not running and gunning. LeBron James is literally one of the best transition players on the ball in the entire league. I mean, he's he is. So worth the price of admission night in and night out. It's unbelievable. And the fact that he's still, 
I mean, if the season ended right now, he's the MVP. I know. And and this I is his seventeenth season. I think people season. just like are just like, oh yeah, it's LeBron. He's good. Okay. I don't think people realize how old he is. And for him to be playing this, it's not old, even how old he is either. It's that he's been in the league for eighteen years. I know. Let me read off some of these names that were drafted with him. Okay, because <laughs> I know these guys are all buried in the yeah, like, NBA cemetery. Chris Bosh, obviously been out of the league for a while, had some health issues, but like Dwayne Wade, been retired for a long time. Chris Kamen, Kirk Heinrich, T.J. Ford, Michael Petris, Nick Collison, Luke Ridnour. Like all these are guys that David had, West. These guys are these are guys that have long and successful yes. NBA careers Boris and have been, have been retired for years. Kendrick Perkins, Leandro Barbosa, like all of these dudes, like had great and long careers. Steve Blake, and they've been out of the league forever. Mo Williams, Zaza Pachulia, Kyle Korver. Like it's, it's hard to even fathom. <laughs> it's hard to even fathom. The thing is, we can debate Michael Jordan versus LeBron James till we're blue in the face. Then we're never going to see a phenomenon like Michael Jordan ever again, but we're also never going to see a phenomenon like LeBron James ever again either. This is un- what he's doing is p- totally unprecedented. Luke Walton was drafted in the same year <laughs> as LeBron, and he's a coach. He's like, been an NBA yeah, coach for a long time. Yes. It's uh, dude. It's the his. You know, and people will the in the in the debate they'll just be like, well, of course LeBron's going to have all the stats because he didn't retire and blah 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 blah. Well, that's almost more impressive because. He has so many miles on his legs. Right. And he has never broken down. He has never slowed down. Like, the, it is so hard to be that good that long without any break for 18 straight years. Like, that is that is in itself an if, impressive mark. If he was still a contributing, even just, just a contributing member of a playoff team at this age and this longevity, we would be beyond impressed. But the fact of the matter is it's not that he's just a contributing member. He's the best player in the league still. I know. So that's what I was saying. Like, when is he going to be, like, that contributing player? Like, when is he going to be? I don't know. When is he going to be, like, a 15-point? What, like, what What if LeBron James just dude. completely remade himself as a um, just a true pass-first point guard? Like a Jason Kidd late in his career style He's probably going to point at, at one point. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when is he going to become, <laughs> like, the... Uh, you know, facilitator and only average like fifteen a game. I I I think like that, two three years. I I I don't know, man. I think that uh, speculation and prognosticating this stuff is impossible because I do think we're we're reaching a new era that's going to redefine our limits. We're already well, seeing yeah, it like with, with Tom Brady. with Tom Brady. Did, these guys are taking, also, these guys take care of themselves so much better than anybody that ever 100%. came before. I mean, Michael Jordan will stay up till three in the morning yeah. gambling no, 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 all the time. LeBron James has probably not gone but to the club in like a decade. The other part of that too, though, is it, it with each individual athlete, it for how long they want to play. It's a lot of them don't want to play at a capacity that is diminished. Sure. So I don't know where LeBron is going to be like. Once we get to the point where LeBron's not a top five player in right. the NBA anymore, like does he not want to play anymore because he maybe is starting to get beat off the dribble by a bunch of dudes and he's like, you know what, I want to go out where I'm still you know, a top player in the NBA. I'm not going to do this where like I'm getting beat by a bunch of dudes. Or does he just keep – because he could play if he wants. Like at this base, like I mean he, he could play till his like mid low 40s, mid 40s, like you know what I mean? It's like, but I don't know if he wants to do that, you know. I think it all comes down to what he wants to play with his son, I think. I think uh, for sure. I, I always love the Bill Simmons take though, is why do we just automatically assume LeBron James' son is gonna be in the NBA? Like he could I know, be. I agreed. But I mean I it's like the NBA is the hardest league in the well, world to get into. Well, 
not to name names, but there are some other guys in the NBA that have family connections That's that, that probably don't belong there. That's so, true. like, he could... I mean, even Giannis's all of his brothers are like in the NBA. Like, well, that, right? Yeah, well, they won't be now that not now that Giannis signed the Supermax, they're not going to be in the NBA for much longer. Those guys were in the NBA so the teams could have pawns to try to get Giannis to come to. But them. That's what I'm saying. Like the Lakers will sign Bronny, like just sure, just to do it. Sure, that's probably true. <laughs> LeBron James, what an unbelievable human. I think what it really comes down to, to answer your question, I think it just comes down to when he gets tired of taking care of his body at the level that he has to do it at. And the like, grind, yeah. When he when he gets tired of of having to, you know, skip dessert on Christmas every, you know what I mean? Like well, when he gets yeah. tired of not and, having to sleep in the hyperbaric chamber, when he gets tired of not having to have a massage every single day. And we want to he just wants to keep having his wine and his tequila and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. It is nuanced now. It's been a fun show, although we wish we were talking right into a Kakaris men's basketball game. That's okay. We'll take what we can get. Uh, halftime, second half, about to start in Bozeman. The Montana State women are up 30-20 to 20 over the Lady Grizz. Uh, you can turn on SWX Montana Television if you want to watch the second half. Tomorrow, we got a good show for you. Mike Nugent's going to swing by, friend of the show, and uh, local podcasting celebrities got a lot of takes for us. We're also going to be hearing from our good friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. And, of course, we'll have a recap of this uh, Bobcat Grizz women's basketball game. Rainy, it's been a fun week, man. Thanks for swinging by. Thanks for taking any, up some air time. Hey, anytime that you can uh, call me in here, I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. We always have a bunch of fun. And uh, what's your take on the second half of this game, Sean? Are we going to see these teams settle in, or is this going to just be a, a brick fest? If, if it stays at this, like, a 10-point-ish lead, I think it might get a little more chaotic. Mm-hmm. I think if the Lady Grizz can make it a little bit closer, I think it's going to stay in that slow pace range. But I think once once we get into the fourth quarter, if it's 10, Montana's going to start playing a little crazy, trying to get back into it, and then get you know a little more out of whack. It's been impressive for Montana State to be able to limit the advantage that Montana has in the post. But I expect Montana to go to the post pretty frequently here in the second. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.